You've brought your business this far. Let the NetBank Business Accelerator with Cape Talk take you to the next level. More info on business.capetalk.co.za. So, Cape Talk and NetBank want to help you make your business more scalable, robust, and future-proof. One of the lucky finalists will win a trip to GrowCo in the United States. That's courtesy of American Express. And we've asked you to go to business.capetalk.co.za to tell us about your business. We're about to profile one of those businesses. Now, South Africa is finally showing signs of optimism and growth. So there's no better time than now to invest in the country. How? By investing in your business with whole view business banking from NetBank. Now, their gap access solution allows you to access funding with payments linked to your cart transactions to give your business a boost, that boost that it needs. Partner with NetBank today to take your business to the next level. You can give them a call on 0860-555-333 for more information. NetBank. Now, you can see money differently. And as always, on the NetBank Business Accelerator with Cape Talk, you are also joined by Business Development Specialist, Pavlo Fatidis. Pavlo, good morning. Good having you back. Uh, which business are we profiling this morning? Kino, we're going to be speaking to Craig Plowden, who's the founder of a business called Revlogs. And this business does a number of things. It builds brands. It builds brands by maintaining brand promises. It services retail customers. It builds for retail customers loyalty and faith. Builds and keeps retail suppliers on check, and it does so by collecting the items that customers bought and no longer want because they're either faulty or don't function. It's a business that's involved in something called reverse logistics. And the reason we selected this is because it plays into two trends. Firstly, they were the first, one of the very first players in this particular market. And this was spotted by Craig when he himself was faced with the problem, the accounting problem on top of it, the money problem, mm. which should get everyone's attention, on, well, we sold the fridge, we sold the TV to a client, it doesn't work, it's not faulty, now what? Who collects it? Who pays for it? Who repairs it? Who deals with the, the brand owner? How do we maintain that client as a happy customer? That was the problem that they set out to solve. And I think that the reason that this is becoming increasingly more and more important yep. is because... More of us are shopping online, and we want confidence that should we buy something and it doesn't function properly, there's a seamless, elegant response from the company we bought it from. Craig is so perfectly poised to provide that service. I would take what Pablo just said, Craig, and add that into one of my 30-second spots. Hey? I think yeah, I think he summed up everything that you're doing so beautifully. Um, Craig Plowden is the CEO of Revlox. Good having you on the show, Craig. Um, just a little bit more detail about what reverse logistics actually is. Good morning, Kino. And morning. Pablo, thanks, thanks for having us on. Um, I'll give you a practical definition yep. of what it is rather than the technical one. Mm. Basically, it's the cost-effective flow of product and whatever related information there is around that from, we say, a point of um, consumption, which really is the retailer and or consumer back to the point of origin, which could be um, the remanufacturer or the OEM. Yep. And the purpose of the reverse logistics really is to recapture value from whatever product is coming back and, if necessary, to dispose that product correctly. How do you recapture value? Um, ach, there's, there's all sorts of ways. Okay, yeah, so just a simple example, if you don't mind. Just you know, just one particular instance where value is recaptured. 
Okay, so you would um, repair an item that comes back. You could repackage that item and send it back into the distribution channel. Okay. Um, or you could actually physically reclaim um, parts um, and create a whole new item. Okay, so, so I'm just trying to get my own mind around this, and I'm sure you sitting at home trying to get your mind around this as well. So if I bought, I don't know, a uh, microwave from company X and it doesn't work, right? At which yeah. point do you get involved? We could get involved right at the beginning. So okay. um, either the, the consumer takes it back to company X or a phone call is made to company X where we would collect it from the consumer. If the consumer takes it back to company X, we would collect it from there. And we manage that the whole way back to the reverse supply chain mm-hmm. um, at each point. So uh, with all the reason codes, why doesn't that product work? Was it an out-of-box failure? Is it a repair? Is it something that can be repackaged or is it something that is um, a consumer, what we sure. call consumer education, where a consumer just doesn't know how to use the product. Ah. Now, why would a, re- a retailer then outsource to you and not do something like that internally? Okay, I'm going to give you three reasons, if you're mm. okay with that. Yeah. Um, first of all, the the reverse logistics, especially a specialized, is a, well, is a specialized process and is completely different to your traditional distribution process. So because of that, the costs, the, the costs are really high and it's incredibly time-consuming to set something like that up and manage it. Okay. Um, secondly, we, we manage our clients' customers' expectations from the moment a return is, um, is activated. And what we do there is we create a seamless return process, and by doing that, it results in much better uh, customer retention rates for our clients. Mm. And then thirdly is, um, and we've seen this with, with um, two of our customers, mm. where you, by outsourcing it to a specialized reverse logistics um, provider, mm. you can um, drop to your bottom, you can drop value to your bottom line up to 8% of your revenue. Now, we haven't quite hit the 8% mark, but we've come pretty close to it. Okay. So if you work out, say, 5% of your revenue, mm. that literally drops into your bottom line, which is a massive, Absolutely. A massive saving. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, some great, great value propositions there. So, Pavlo, listening to this, looks like uh, Craig's got it all waxed. But, I mean, you know, as much as it looks pretty waxed, the more work can be done. So where to from your four revlogs? <laughs> you know, it's very easy to sell products. Mm. You either open a store or you open up a, a website. Yeah. People go onto it and they acquire the product. But it really is hard to keep people happy when things don't work. Oh, yeah. Now, he's got the financial metrics right. He can talk in terms of revenue. We've seen that. He's got the logistics right. We've seen that. And, Kino, it's fascinating to see what's happening in the world. Everything that happens in future over the next 20 years will be tracked, including you and everything you do in the day, everything you do in the day and everything you do in the night. Your Mm. sleep will be tracked. Your behavior in the day will be tracked. Everything will be tracked. And we're all going to become compelled to buy into that system, I can assure you, because it'll be too expensive not to be part of it. In the same way, everything is being tracked in the physical world. Items are being tracked. And if you look at it, the success of Internet shopping relies on two things. Number one is their delivery certainty. In South Africa, we don't have great postal code systems. We don't have a post office that can be relied on. We have courier companies. They knock on doors. People aren't there. There's, it's very clunky at the moment. And a large part of that problem was solved 
by you and I this time last year mm. when we featured a business called Pargo, which is one of the business accelerators that create points of certainty for collection. The next thing that is needed for online shopping to really ignite is absolute certainty that if I buy something from you and it doesn't work, it will be dealt with with 100% certainty and I will be left in the same or an improved position. If I can have that sense and that certainty, then I'm on board. Mm. And I think Craig's biggest opportunity is to collect the data, to gather the data, to cost out the data, to enable the big brick and mortar stores out there who are wanting to migrate into increasingly online shopping. And if they don't, it's at their peril. So if they're wanting to move in that direction, he could provide such insight on how to cost a service of that nature. And that in itself will get him in front of the executives that can make the right decisions to onboard reverse logistics as a service. Love the sound of that. Craig, quick comment from you. Um, Yeah, I think um, Pavlo hit the nail on the head. Um, That's absolutely where it's all moving. And um, we need to just put our heads down and, and work that way. Brilliant stuff. I'm looking forward to just seeing how your business grows in leaps and and bounds there, Craig. Great chatting to you. So, Pavlo, coming up, of course, uh, on the John Matham show this afternoon, I thought you were going to be talking about the national health insurance. Um, But then I (laughs) re-looked at it. It says Viva. It's not Viva Medical, Viva. It's just called Viva Medical, hey? It is. But, you know, it's it's a story in the the medical components industry. Yeah. And, Kina, what frustrates me so much about South Africa Mm. and where we are as a people, and I heard you in your earlier conversation saying we all need to take responsibility for ourselves as well. It's very easy to point fingers. We work, we work, in this show, we work with so many private business owners, people who have sacrificed everything they've got. They remain committed. They buy into an idealistic vision of what this country could look like. And if their attention could be gotten by some of the big corporates, some of the government departments, the collaboration between big business, small business, mm. and, and a government could put on the table the jobs that we need and bring in the export revenues we need. And this afternoon, we're going to be talking about exactly that. We are going to do a deal to generate export revenues. Loves the I loves I love the sound of that. So you make me nervous, Pablo. Pablo Vatidis, we'll speak to you tomorrow. I'll be listening to you on the John Matham show uh, this afternoon. Make sure you don't miss that. That'll be the next business owner on Afternoon Drive with John Matham, the NetBank Business Accelerator with Cape Talk. See many differently. You can visit business.capetalk.co.za for